0: Oh, I'm dying to sing, I'm dying to sing, but I can't, I can't. Hello, Hour 2 at Hammernix. hanging out at this gorgeous store, right off 94 in Hudson, Hammernix Interior Solutions, and I'm... You know, they really have expanded. Uh, This store is gorgeous. I'm looking at all the gorgeous countertops, Lori, Mm -hmm. and all the tile that you can get. You're getting ideas. And (laughs) Santa is um, giving us a show He's kind of being prices right. He is showing us the luxury wide plank vinyl flooring. And if you stop by, you know, one of the cool things of working with Hammernecks, of course, is they have... Um, designers that can help you um, pick out, make sure everything goes together with everything, because not everybody knows yeah. what's going to go, what's going to go. Okay, so um, it's Thursday, and you've wrapped um, all your presents. I have. Some of I'm them. I'm so
1: happy about that.
0: A lot of things. I'm curious, mm-hmm. because now you said that you wrapped maybe a book that was for your book club for somebody do you have a lot of secondhand presents? No,
1: no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I did get a really amazing talking pickle ornament last this night. Did
0: not, and I'm
1: I'm going to give it to a seven year old that I know. I oh, think he's going to be, be
0: so he's fun. Gonna,
1: he's going to really think it's great.
0: Oh, well, they're who probably wouldn't. hanging on
1: his backpack.
0: <laughs> well, that is a great ornament. Yeah, and then we got some great pickleball earrings. Yeah. I have tennis earrings with a racket. I have pickleball earrings from our friend Jean.
1: Um, but the gift that got stolen the most last night oh, was a sassy little stuffed squirrel that wiggled back and forth and sang "Santa Baby" or something. What is it with the squirrels this year? I know. I know, I you know. I don't know. Was it a squirrel? Maybe it was a reindeer. I don't know. It was a brown thing with a red nose It well, was furry. But everyone wanted because it went back and forth and little kids like these things and if you as a parent can handle the song or you can just say okay we're going to listen to it two more times buddy or whatever or the
0: batteries don't work anymore and you take them out
1: right but Mm anyway people wanted that that one to re-gift
0: that sounds like a good one. I
1: held on to the uh, talking pickle ornament. That's a you. fun one. You- At first, I thought it was another present. I thought, wow, this is a good, this is a good present, you know. But stop. But uh, it wasn't what I thought it was initially. But, I'm glad. Yeah.
0: I'm glad, and I'm glad you're not going to say it out loud. Okay, so Julia <laughs> Roberts has been making the rounds for her movie.
1: Oh, my God, that movie, Leave the World Behind, wild. Grant,
0: Grant are you there? Is he is not. There?
1: No, oh. he's not. He finally right. watched it. And of course, he loved I, it like I did. OK,
0: well, have him text me when he's going to be on because I want him and Lori to talk about the movie. Um, OK, so but she's been making the rounds lately and, and she made so many rom-coms mm-hmm. um, that she kind of weighed in what she thinks her rom-com characters would be doing now. And so, oh, I saw this interview. Yeah. It was
1: on CBS Morning. This was a very good question by I,
0: Gail. I think it's the greatest question. Okay, so um, she said, what would Vivian Ward, that was her character in Pretty Women, be doing? Mm-hmm. What do you think she said?
1: Well, I know what she said. I think she said that uh, the Richard Gere character, he, he had a heart attack in his sleep and died, now she's running the business. <laughs> She's now big small He was older than yes. she was, you know, like by 15, 16 yes. years. So, you know, Joy is like 55. She's just imagining where she, all her characters are yeah. at, at the mm-hmm. age she is.
0: Now Maggie Carpenter from Runaway Runaway Bride. And this, I can't remember what she well, said. Well, okay, so this is she started this with Richard Gere, and mm-hmm. he was appointed to go follow this woman that is making records because she is engaged all the time, but she runs away when she hits the altar. I can't remember if Richard Gere she was marrying, but he was the reporter assigned to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, she, I didn't really like that movie. Well.
1: That's just what I remember about it. I was All right, like, I'm kind of
0: I'm kind of with you on that one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but here's apparently she at the end did get married. Yeah, to, to a guy named Ike, and she said she's still in a committed relationship with Ike, also also played by Richard Gere. She ends up marrying him at the end. I can not remember that one. I know. I I, I and he saw one. And she said he doesn't die in this one. Okay, like he died in in Pretty know, Woman. The, yeah. the one before. Mm-hmm. Okay, this was one of. I think one of, this is when I fell in love with Julie Roberts, Mystic Pizza. Oh, yeah. What it, was her first movie? 1988. And we would play it over and over and over and over. And so she played Daisy. She was just kind of a wild high school teenager. And um, she had two other sisters. Mm-hmm. And um, she, so what do you think has happened to her character? I, I can't remember what she said what her answer was. Because she, she was the bad girl for town and right. she got um, with the bad rich boy from the country club. Right. She probably
1: got pregnant and...
0: They have a bunch of kids. They're very happy. Oh, She's they still are. with him. She's
1: still with that guy. I would
0: not seen that coming. And his name was Charles seen. and his his he's Adam Stork and we never really saw him in much after that.
1: No, we didn't. No.
0: And that's where everyone wanted to learn to be a better pool player after she kicked butt on the pool table. Um, Anna Scott from Notting Hill.
1: Oh. Anna, tell me she's still with Hugh uh, of that character, and they have like four or five, six kids, and
0: she quit making movies. She and William, first of all, do you remember what reporter he was a reporter going to cover Hugh Grant? And uh, she was going to cover... Horse and Hound. Yes. Horse and Hound was the magazine. magazine. He, I'm with Horse and Hound. Because everyone else is with, like, People Magazine, um, you know, real poppy, Life and Style, Life Magazine yeah, yeah, yeah. time. I'm with Horse and Hound. Yeah. I thought, that God, he was so cute in that. But they are have six t- kids together. He still runs the bookshop. She's retired, and, but she has a knitting annex oh. in Notting Hill, mm. in the little bookshop. And um, she has maintained her waist size amazingly. Oh wow. even after having six children. Wow I love I'll that say. I like that little attitude detail, that, detail. that added. I thought that was super cute.
1: I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her.
0: Oh. That's like one of the few Oh, I know it I know that line. Who Yeah, does I that? think everyone, knows, everyone that line. knows that line. Okay, and then this one, and if you saw this, remember um Still Magnolias, yes I do. No, it's not that no. one. because um, <laughs> oh, she
1: dies. That's yeah, right. There's,
0: there's no the she end came, of the story already happened. She came back to life like a soap opera star. <laughs> No, this is um, the Pelican Brief, Mm. which she started with Denzel Washington. Yes, and she was a young law student Mm -hmm. um, doing an internship, and Denzel Washington character worked as a reporter for the Washington Herald. This was when John Grisham Brooks. You know, we had the firm, Mm. we had the Pelican Brief, we had the Lincoln Lawyer, whatever. Well, that's Michael Conley. All right, he had one law, one with Matthew McConaughey. I can't remember the name of it. Was Sandra Bullock and Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, I know it. I can't remember it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do you think? happened to Darby Shaw?
1: Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Because if anyone remembers that movie, it was a long time ago, 1993, but the chemistry between Denzel Washington and Julia Roberts was off the charts, mm-hmm. but they never kissed. Yeah. Never kissed. But she said, now...
1: They're kissing.
0: They're absolutely <laughs> together. Okay. But I mean, don't you remember they never yeah. kissed in yeah. that?
1: Well, they were busy, you know, f- fighting bad people
0: in the pelican (laughs) brief and you always wondered what was the pelican brief it was a part of the waterways wasn't it or something I can't remember I can't
1: remember if it was the code or what like the code name of the project I don't know. I
0: don't know. I can't remember.
1: If we if if Casey's around, we could ask him. He's absolutely Rain Man when it comes to this movie <laughs> stuff. It's you about a... what did you do yesterday? I don't know, but ask him something about a movie. The
2: Pelican Brief is about a young law student whose legal brief about the assassination of two Supreme Court justices causes her to be targeted by killers. So she's That's thank you. There we go. There's that the was sentence. it. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: thank you. That's a good movie. Yeah, I think it is. I think that was would hold up for sure hi so Lori, we were just talking about that movie that both of you watched that i tried to watch and hated but did um, you not finish it i tried twice i can't it's a long one it's a long one it's (sighs) like two hours and something for to be uncomfortable do you see there's a theme with julia about time (laughs) time my time is important i'm not waiting three hours for someone to come out and entertain me no. Yeah. I'll buy the album. Okay, but tell me, tell us, because you watched this movie, And yeah. Grant. What was your feedback?
2: I, you know, edge of your seat. You're kind of sitting there. There's a lot of um, suspense in that that first hour. You don't know. You kind of have a little idea of what's going on. You don't know who you can trust. You, you so there's all. You those... feel like the people in the movie. It, there you because go, Because of the
1: stuff happening in the world, and there's some wild scenes yes. in that
2: first hour that you're just like. What the heck? And then it kinda like comes together and you start to realize who's who and who you can trust and and then in the end there's a really nice message that you explained to me, Lori, but I don't know if you want to talk about that on the No, don't give it away.
1: No, I'm not gonna give it away. I'm gonna say it's it's a nightmare-ish cautionary tale. Yeah. This story, and it's based on a book that came out in twenty twenty and, but it's a cautionary tale about our reliance on technology. So instead of it being about the zombies
0: mm-hmm.
1: or about some, you know, war, you know, nuclear event that happens, it's a, more of an apocalyptic thing about all the ways we depend on technology and what would happen in the world. And that also that there is a school of thought in in dominating taking over a country yes. to get people to turn on each other yes. and how easily that is done so that kind of makes you go what's the name of this movie again leave the world behind, behind that yeah. was kind of a and then it and also we leave the world, leave the think, world.
2: Of, think of the world we know you're leaving it behind because yeah. it's a cyber attack type thing yeah. yeah
1: and then also you know you leave the world behind when you escape into watching entertainment yes. and there's this running theme through the show um, about something that then all comes together, but it's an ambiguous ending, Mm -hmm. which is how the book ended. And, um, this was the first movie that Michelle and Barack Obama. We had a name, Obama, for, that.
0: We had a name yes. for that.
1: Unanswered endings. Yeah, but it is like an uh, ambiguous because yeah. it's up to you. You can interpret it in different ways. Yes. Yes. But it that movie stays with you, and but it is a long movie, mm-hmm. and uh, if you don't like that, you know, kind of unsettling or a cautionary tale, you know, about class inequality and yes, it, what would happen if all the satellites went down? Don't watch this movie. There we go. go. To me, I put it in sort of the bird box thing with Sandra Bullock. It was Mm -hmm. just a suspenseful story, and I'm going to choose to believe that this is never going to happen.
2: I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't, because an electromagnetic pulse or something like that, if that were to hit this country, boy, would it throw us up. Oh, down. don't
1: even say that but <laughs> elon musk was mad because there's a very hilarious tesla scene in the movie it's epic <laughs> yes it is epic and he lost his mind this weekend of course he did oh funny mm-hmm.
0: all right it's leave the world behind on netflix we're yeah. going to leave this conversation behind we are live at Hammernix in hudson hammernecks um flooring solutions we will be right back with random thoughts here for minneapolis anti-aging and skin clinic the website is
1: mplskin.com, but they've got a great holiday sale going on right now and when you go to their website just go down to where the red holiday button is and you here's what they're offering so that you can buy a 500 hundred dollar gift card for 400 dollars, or a 250 dollar card for only 200 and that's good for anything products services, whatever. So it's a it's an amazing a deal. And then the best deal right now on the hydro facial, which if you're just looking to like have a, an incredible facial that you just need your skin, your face to pop. This is the glow up facial to have because it's um relaxing, but efficient. It's doing a lot of good things. And that is Right now, um, the hydrofacial that is, it's $60 off. So just uh, go to com. Look for the shop holiday promo button
0: on the, the homepage. Home. What? You know, I saw this story the other day. Have you ever noticed that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if...
1: And now, Julia's random thoughts.
0: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. random that's all it is hey so
1: it's on Prime? yeah
0: we're giving out um we had someone come in who started watching the offer on paramount plus which by the way if no one's seen it it's the making of the godfather it is like the best limited it series called the offer it's so good so good i have a sheet i have a sheet i brought it today because i made it for the tommy mommies last night of yeah. shows to watch yeah. that people can come and take a picture of here we are at hammernecks by the way in hudson and um, enjoying ourselves very much, Lori. And what? Here's a sheet. If people want to come take a picture of this, this is all of my um, latest movie and TV recommendations. Oh I actually did it <laughs> because it. why not? We because people a- want good ideas, and we watch every bloody thing that comes out. Just about. And we, some of us like them, some of us don't. Mm-hmm. But we cover we cover our bases. That's right. Okay. So earlier today, Laurie, you were talking about your experience with a QR code. Yes. And, and, and it was in the machine about two weeks ago. Okay. And I've held this only because I never knew what QR stood for. What do you think it stands for?
1: Oh, it's probably an obvious answer, which would be good to know for Scrabble, because it's a Q, and you're always looking for a good Q word. Okay. Um, I always sp- try and get Q to, you know, to spell Q. Like Q O, oh. you know, but I have no idea. Quorum
0: something or Quick Response. Quick response. QR R- I overthought code. it. You really did. I did. Okay, so it stands for quick response mm-hmm. and the QR codes were invented in nineteen ninety four in Japan. Mm-hmm. And they were originally used to track car parts for a Japanese company. QR codes codes could store more information. And fix the problem of having to scan multiple barcodes at the time. So the QR store is so much more. The design was inspired by the classic Go board game. That must be a game in Japanese, Japanese game. game. Yeah. So QR away. Now, what does it stand for? Quick response. All right, you remembered. You remembered, honey. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I guess. I guess it's your six. explanation to
1: make it, it makes sense, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And
0: and for right? restaurants that make you take a picture of their QR code because they're That's too lazy away. to print, That's not got, all of
1: them. Really, I don't like. I that. I hate them. I don't like that.
0: Let's ha- keep the printers in business, folks. I know it, and keep us. Let us have a conversation without our phone having to be part of it. Right. Give us space. Give us space. Okay, this sounded really good, and this is a drink, a holiday drink, for people. It's called the Tuxedo Number Two. Ooh. And I thought this sounded so good, and. How it even got its name, the Tuxedo Cocktail, Mm -hmm. it goes all the way way back to the 1800s at the famed Waldorf Astoria Mm. in New York City, which named the cocktail after the Gilded Age aristocrat William Waldorf Astor. And I'm sure he had an amazing mustache. And he used to party... Up the Hudson a little bit at a club called the Tuxedo Club. Mm. And. Um, Probably scantily clad dancers Read are up read, on stage. read that word because I never have seen it before. Interestingly, the name is uh, uh, Lenape or Lenape? Has anyone heard that word? Len- Lenape? Word for crooked river? Oh, Lenape must be maybe a native. Yes. Mm. Okay. And much later. This, the tuxedo club became synonymous with the white tuxedo jacket and black tie attire because this is what you had to wear at the tuxedo club. Right. In the 1990s, the tuxedo became part of the mainstay of the martini circuit. This is all good vintage stuff we're going to do one day. I think all this is on the Gilded Age on, yeah, on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And I'm behind on that. Yeah. Um, but they um, were sick of drinking cherries, and they wanted to have stronger things. Of than the cocktail. Yeah. Of sherry's. I would be too. That Sher- is a terrible drink. Oh. A little sherry. Yeah. Uh, let's have a little sherry. So here is what is in the tuxedo number two, which sounds really good. Gin, dry gin, um, blanc from Is youth. there another kind of gin? Wet, the kind that you put on rocks. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Absinthe abacinth yeah marciano cherry
1: that's like if it's
0: made with the wormwood it's like got a hallucinatory pride. it's just a little bit of it okay and marciano cherry liqueur ooh, orange bitters and over ice that sounds strong it sounds good Mm -hmm. i'm telling you sometimes if you're going to have a cocktail let's taste it yeah that's that's been my theory good or bad Good or bad?
1: Remember our lavender martini <sighs> when that first came out, and we had it at the Polo Lounge yes, in we Beverly did. Hills, and For it was thirty two
0: dollars and fifty oh, cents. it was! Each. It was
1: amazing. It was worth every penny of it. It lavender it in really, a cocktail
0: really works.
1: Yes, and uh, I the can't remember. The glasses were so. Yeah, Beautiful. but we had a
0: funny flirting
1: encounter with somebody that It was that with the night. guy
0: that owned all the land. The old um, guy. The old, the old guy, guy the Ronald
1: of the- Oh, Ronald, I had another 85-year-old fall mm-hmm. in love with me at the Polo
0: Lounge. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Well, I mean, he, um. he invited me over for drinks, Julia. And behind where the Polo Club is in Beverly Hills used to just be all these obvious ranches and mm-hmm. horse ranches, and that's where back in the day everyone would go ride horses. Will Rogers had mm-hmm. a polo park
1: behind the Beverly Hills Hotel, and they played all the you know the thirties and forties. They played polo and Why probably not? smoked like crazy.
0: Well, and, everyone had and had
1: valets and butlers, you know, setting up the food and everything, and. I would like to imagine, you know, just that there was, like, love connections happening left and right. Of course right. You
0: would, Thank you for that.
1: Side note. Back to yeah. Amanda. Salacious Congrats. affairs, naughty glances.
0: Okay. So smartphone etiquette and phone etiquette keeps changing. And so much to the point that I overheard you having a conversation yesterday. It might have been with Grant. Grant was talking about, I don't know if Grant's with us today, in and out, or I don't know, um, you guys were talking, Grant's like, why does someone have a voicemail if it's full? Remember? He oh, was saying yeah. that. Why mm-hmm. even have a voicemail if it's full? Because you,
1: you never listen to your voicemail, and so, so it like,
0: "It's full. Just, you know, if you, you want to get a hold of someone, you got to text. You, but you can leave a voicemail, but you got to text them to tell them now that you left a voicemail. Yeah. So that's the that's, latest new etiquette. Oh, boy. In case anyone wants to know, because I, I like a voicemail. I don't like to just take, type, type, tape, type. type. Sometimes it's like, hello, thinking about you. you got a lot of us. issues about time on your hands. I do, Lori. <laughs> I have to be efficient. <laughs> and we're going to efficiently tell you about the traffic <laughs> right now. What is going on out there? Lori and Julia here for Learning RX, And, um, you know, one of the, just the things, we have a couple listeners here that said, I've got a couple books from the book club and oh, how yeah. much fun it is to read and share ideas. And you were at your book club last night, Lori. I just think of how... Um, if your child is struggling with reading, this would be super hard because reading is the base for everything in your education. And if you can get that taken care of, because we know a lot of people have been struggling. Oh, yeah.
1: Learning Rx, this is Since what they... Since
0: COVID, the reading has
1: really, It's kids have really struggled with that.
0: And this is what Learning Arts does. It teaches people how to read. It teaches people how to learn. It teaches um, paths of the brain that have just kind of, for some reason, haven't been developed. It gets them working, and they do it through one-on-one brain training. But it all starts with an assessment. And when you mention Lori and Julia, the assessment is 50% off. So maybe that's a kind of a great idea if you're looking for a gift to give someone. Say to your you know, grandkids, I'll take you in for the assessment. Let's do this together. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. It's Thursday. It's Thursday, people, all day, in case you're wondering. We've been doing it all day. We are live at Hammernix Flooring Solutions. I don't know the date. I want to say it's the 14th. It is. The 14th. It's the 14th. And we are delighted. We have Nancy Hager with us. And Nancy has been with um Flooring Solutions for a while. We'll just call it that. I think over 20 years, right? I think almost times two. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever whatever it's fantastic so you know when people are coming in because i always have interior design questions right now about you know what are people when they come in to the store um there's so many different options here but kind of you know people always want to know what are the new color trends what are the new what goes with what trends and that kind of thing so are there what are the latest color trends with flooring with hard surfaces what are people looking for right now
3: okay well that's a big question I it hope I can it answer. I know. and we're just going into the new year 2024 so there's a lot out there right now okay and, and marketing says change everything right fuzzy peach yeah yep interiors follow clothing right
2: okay. so you'll
3: probably see a lot of clothing the same colors but um uh, i think it's sherwin-williams color of the year is black pepper oh well, interesting pla- on walls too well
0: yeah. we, we've seen it because i have my in my bathroom i have a black you know vanity and yep. we're seeing it in a cabinetry yep. but on walls, i always think on of the bathrooms
1: too. at first avenue they're all they are all black <laughs> you're right they were but yeah. so black
3: pepper on black walls pepper, yeah and a, a soft deeper blue deeper gray blue very okay. popular and a soft yellow I love oh. a soft like a butter yellow buttery buttery. Yep. Oh, everyone mm-hmm. looks so good in that yep. light. So those are the paint colors mm-hmm. that are 2024.
0: And so but so you're working in more timeless pieces. So when people come in, um, you don't recommend we do a yellow countertop or anything. You're just saying, you know, people will want to know,
3: like, what would work with these colors. You might have to change it more often, so maybe I will. All right.
0: Everyone come in. You know, (laughs) black-honed countertops have been hot for a long time and that sort of thing. So when people come in and you know it's kind of black, it's this beautiful blue, it's Mm -hmm. a buttery yellow What kind of things, how how does it even start when someone comes and says, like, help me, I
3: don't even know what I'm doing? Well, I think there's the, what we call good bones or the background. That should not often be the trendy color, right? Right. So we're still dealing with naturals. Uh, I think Jim might have talked earlier about how, some natural oaks are really popular for a background. So anything that is a big investment, I think, stay natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people want more dramatic, so contrast is big. Um, but the wood kind of anchors it all as far as wood floorings being natural. And, and um, there are some gray woods, but that that's was not... Hot. That, that was, was hot. It, 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 they want you to buy, so it's no longer hot. It's no longer <laughs> hot. It's so funny because I remember moving into
0: houses, and I had old cabinets. I couldn't wait to paint those suckers, mm-hmm. you know, and just get rid of that yellowish kind of tone. Because yeah. over time, they mm-hmm. kind of turn a little yellow. Mm-hmm. But we're we're not seeing that in cabinetry yet, or is it just flooring?
3: Uh, pretty much flooring. Okay. Yep, not coming back. Uh, cabinetry, we're seeing some color. But white, off-white, black, uh, some greens. Yes. Yep. Um, but again, uh, the mainstays. Those are something you're not going to want to change very often. So I think a little more neutral mm-hmm. wall paint could be the black, right? Or it could be even um, kind of a melon blush is also popular this year. Kind mm-hmm. of hard to decorate around, except for accessories. Right. Yeah. So keep kind of try to be neutral. Yeah. But when you're talking about the oak on the floors, again. Is it because we just did gray for so long? Well, they're cutting it a little differently, and I think Jim would be much more an expert than I, but what I'm seeing is uh, it's matte finish instead of shiny. Yes. Boards are wider. Yes. Boards are longer. And it's just very neutral and natural. There is no golden poly top to it. It's just very natural. And that's a really good backdrop for all these other colors. Mm -hmm. Right. Because
0: you can go brown, you can go gray, yeah. you can go red, you can yep. kind of do yep. anything with that. Yeah. So if I come in and I'm like wanting to do flooring and then um, let's just say I go with one of these natural flat kind of oaky floors, if I want to you know, are people doing the carpeting in the bedrooms and the flooring in the more the main areas of the homes um, mix kind of thing? Is that because I want carpet, I think, in my bedrooms. Yeah,
3: I see. I see a lot more hard surface than I used to. Right but carpet um, is amazing these days. It's not just a twist or a frisé or a loop. It is absolutely intricate, and it's almost a piece of art. We have our ultimate experience room, also known as The Vault. Yes, The mm-hmm. Vault. And Special it is things just go back, fun to go in them. there. Yep. It is so fun to go in there and see what's out there. Not everything is for everyone, but that is where you could add the rugs. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so we've got our wood backdrops, and then we have these really fabulous carpets, a lot of wools, but very intricate um, prints as well. So, texture, texture, texture.
0: And you guys do custom, you know, if someone wants custom yeah. rugs that will go, you know, for certain areas in the home. So, you do, you know, right. standalone rugs as well.
3: Yes, yeah, that's a really big part right now with wood becoming really predominant on a hard surface floor. Of course, we have the vinyl that looks Mm -hmm. like wood, too. That's also really durable. With that, you know, people do want carpet in their bedrooms, but they're doing the hard surface. They're kind of doubling up, doing the hard surface, but then rugs under things. That's what I'm seeing. Okay, so
0: here's a question. Which gets less dust bunnies, LVP or real wood?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Is there even a right answer? You know what I mean? Is does everyone anybody? have a roomba? i don't know i don't know if you've <laughs> ever seen the uh, if you've ever seen the the poem dust if you must no just don't dust yeah just don't ignore dust. it ignore yeah, right.
0: it oh gosh i don't know where i live but there is dust <laughs> there is dust if you must
3: okay well the mat floors actually do hide it a little bit more. i would think mm-hmm. so yeah
0: i would think yeah. so on the mat flooring <laughs> No, that i know i know and then what about you know backdrops? you know um mm-hmm. tile backdrops you know i it, going in the bathrooms here because you see a slate tile floor. I mean, you see so many floorings in here, and this is what's so cool about this store in Hudson, is that you can see so much in action because there's all the different flooring around. But using the slate, you know, are people using like that color in a bathroom, or are they keeping a consistent look throughout the
3: homes, or how does that Good work? Question: I I think mostly for bathrooms, we're we're seeing contrast. We're either seeing white and black. We're seeing some navies and white. Um, you know so contrast no longer are we seeing all kind of these muddy colors that blend together okay yeah
0: it's time to stand out laurie
1: yeah. listen just don't get a black sink that's all i gotta say oh, oh my gosh I oh hate those can things. you
0: imagine keeping that clean <laughs> they never stay clean i mean you have to just clean it every day <laughs> there's a reason why they're white people I might be dating myself, but at Harmar Movie Theater. Oh, they they had the used to have sinks. the red carpet, the red sink, the red toilet. The gold carpet, yeah. the gold and carpet, gold, the, gold, and and it the was green shag. one
1: shag carpeting. Oh, one, do you remember those white. bathrooms? Oh, my. They were I, the I little don't think sinks. I forget it
0: if I saw Oh, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> little were special. matched. Yeah. They were special back in the I'll day. I'll be in the orange stall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, for, you know, because I know um, if someone's coming in and let's just say I, were, I just want to redo everything. They literally do. A lot of people just come in here and sit and like, I want new countertops. I'm sick of this. I just want to be fresh. Mm -hmm. And do you sit down with them and do their measurements and help them with the floor plan and put it all together?
3: Yes, it's a process, and it's it's a big process. So you want to make sure you're a good listener. And you want to make sure now we have tools, uh, you know, you can take a photo of your home, That's right, plug the, the finishes in. Mm-hmm. It just helps everybody be more confident in their decisions as well. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I, I, we can help with everything. We have all finishes from uh, c- carpet, as you can see here, wood, vinyl, countertops, tile. Hudson's really equipped with just about everything. It is.
0: And now I'm seeing some cork over there.
3: Yeah. Talk to us about the cork. Oh my gosh, it's my favorite. Okay, tell us about okay. it. All Are right. people using that as backsplashes or walls or Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so there's both. And one really cool thing about the wall, the cork for the walls is it really is sound absorbing. So commercially, it's wonderful for conference rooms. Um, any place that might have a high ceiling. We have all these open rooms now. So Julia's is going to build a recording studio I and try to <laughs> sing well, you like Madonna Madonna i to put this in at a
1: couple of restaurants <laughs> in brown town
0: because you Isn't cannot cool? hear. Okay, this is gorgeous. It looks like tree bark. Yes. I was just looking at the bland backside <laughs> like a bulletin board. And then right. this is so cool yes
3: yes and it has texture right yeah. we have a natural tone to it and and the wonderful thing is yes loud loud um, churches and restaurants right and it's super cool one thing about today's cork is it is so much more durable so they have figured out how to take this natural product and apply the finishes that wood floors now have and vinyl floors now have so it it might have just been pretty before right but now it it's it's everything that is super fun that is to die for yeah
0: I think this would be so cool, and especially because a lot of homes have all the vaulted ceilings and the mm-hmm. open spaces. It, for sound, it'd be nice to have that on one round. You're right, Laura, I'm building a recording. Yeah, maybe so. a headboard
3: wall, a mm-hmm. headboard wall
0: and trim it out. You know, you've seen all the oh, Etsy. And okay, the, that's another yeah. idea if you live in a townhome and you share a bedroom with a neighbor. Oh, so Oh, a get noisy the, neighbor. So you don't get the knock. <laughs> this is a great idea yeah is that, it is it spendy of square foot or is it just kind of like you know for the or?
3: walls uh commercially you know you might have quite a bit of square footage but mm-hmm. if you can imagine residentially it's it's reasonable mm-hmm. uh i like to compare it with the wood prices uh because there's flooring as well which is now super durable yes and uh, you know we don't have quite as much texture of course but the the they give so many options uh, along with uh, what you would think as you looked at the back of it. You think, oh, that's cork. They now have a, a wash, you know, so those who like gray have kind of a warm wash, and they have some dark browns. This and- would
0: be gorgeous in a cabin. Yeah, isn't that I'm just so saying cool? that is so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I
3: didn't, I, I really thought it was just the cork. <laughs> I thought it was so cork is another trending 2024 t- trending uh design product i
0: love it nancy thank you so much for being you're with welcome. us now do we want to give a
3: shout out to any friends that might be listening um i'm going to give a shout out to the wild river yacht club st croix marina in hudson wisconsin Sweet. hi people thanks so much thanks for and having you're, us
0: do you are you primarily in the store or i do you am in through? hudson
3: and rice street where we started we've been in business over 77 years yeah and I have not been there that long.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> You're aging backwards. You're aging backwards. Thank you so much. Yeah, we are you. live at hammernecks We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
2: So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood.
0: Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? the meaning of us. We are still live in Hudson. We've got some new faces, hi people. Yes. We're doing a Santa stop, the box is full which is fantastic. And um it's me and you, honey. That's okay. right. What do we
1: got going on? Okay, so um, I know you'd never like us to talk about anybody podcasting because we <clears throat> want you to, you know, listen be to with our us. <laughs> but people have two ears and they can listen to more than you know one thing. So there's just, this... we'll give you one idea. Yeah. So th- <laughs> I do like Cheryl Burke has this podcast called Sex Lies and Spray Tans, and she has gotten a lot of kind of just funny. Juicy revelations of people who've been in the Dancing with the Stars world. Yes. And um, I completely forgot about um, her. Um, we loved her. We were heartbroken when... She left Dancing with the Stars. Yes, yeah, Samantha Harris. Do you guys remember her? She was on Entertainment Tonight. Brunette. She was just real lively. And she... Tom Bergeron, of course, was the host. And Samantha Harris was, uh, you know, the... like whatever, the Aaron Andrews, the the other girl that's upstairs with the contestants asking them how they felt to dance, you know, blah, blah, blah. Looking sparkly and being able to wear gorgeous gowns, kind of a Price is Right role with talking, you know. So Samantha Harris, and she was let go from that show. And I can't remember if she, if Brooke Burke came after her or if Brooke Burke was before her. That's how long Dancing with the Stars has been on, but yes. Anyway, she told um, she told uh, Cheryl. She said, um, and she was on just one season, season two, or excuse me, to season two to season nine. That's why I don't. Three years she was the ho- the hostess. Or whatever Samantha, you call I it. do
0: remember who she was. A cute, yeah, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this now. is what she yeah, looks yeah. like. Yes, yeah, I totally yeah, remember yeah. her, Samantha Harris.
1: I, yes, totally. Anyway, she tells Cheryl, she said, you know, tell me something, you know, that looking back on it, you're kind of surprised about. And she said, "Why well, I once was called into a meeting with ABC executives to discuss a complaint that she was, quote, unquote, getting too tan and too toned. <laughs> and she was called in to talk to the executives about this. Yes, they they want they talked to her about it and 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 she, uh, Samantha Hollywood spoke it for us cuz she said to Cheryl she said well what i heard them saying to me was we would like you to be pasty and pudgy right. so no one can think you're one of the dancers. Oh. Lordy. I mean, can you believe Lordy the Lordy. sexism of all of that? Oh, um, we're
0: never, I'm never going to get that call from Hubbard. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Julia, you're please, just too toned to
1: be on the air. Please gain weight. I mean, just like unbelievable. Yeah. So anyway, she, um, she said the higher ups said, yeah, people think you're a professional dancer. They can't understand. They probably got two complaints. I know, you know, well,
0: and Cheryl Burke, she's been through it. Oh, she has. Yeah, she she gets it.
1: some very
0: very dishy well she gained weight i think and i'm sure she got a lot of backlash because she had gained weight on a couple seasons you know and so i'm sure she's got a lot to talk about
1: yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, what do you make of the hollywood reporter saying that uh, two of the losers of the year were one was disney true because
0: their big films never took off
1: that's right. Yeah,
0: they made all the big Marvel things and no one went to them. And they spend money.
1: Right, and then they were dinks during the uh, SAG af- Afterstrike. Bob Iger specifically was really. talking about breaking up the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, he talked about selling ABC. Yeah. Now he well, they they backpedaled from that, but, mm-hmm. you know, I think it caused a big hoo ha. A Hollywood reporter also said Harry and Meghan were. Losers I saw of that. the Year. I saw that. I didn't bring it up notice. Well, what, what do you, I mean, what what did you make of that? Was that pettiness on the part of the reporter? Is it because...
0: Well, I think, okay, so they came in so hot, Laurie. Yeah. They came in so hot. And I do know the UK, the number one book of the year over in the UK was spare.
1: Yeah. With oh, this boy, year. this British press is very salty about it. They very are. Salty. Very
0: salty. But I did see that. Yeah. But I do think they came in hot and they had all the. they got paid a lot of money to come up with some concepts and Megan you know the only thing that they really did was their documentary about themselves yeah so they didn't fulfill there were were 12 podcasts there were like 12 people she did 12 podcasts and no one liked her well one once a
1: month a podcast is not enough you know Three people should have to do three
0: a day like us, <laughs> but I mean, she they came in so hot and yeah. were paid such huge chunks of money, and mm-hmm. there was no product at the end of it, yeah. So that's what I think. All right, so yeah, that, that's they were paid $300 million for Netflix and didn't deliver. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it.
1: Uh, people, and by people, I mean different media outlets, uh, BuzzFeed, all kinds of people are having fun with. TJ Holmes being so salty about the exes dating each other, Amy's ex, Andrew Shue, dating his ex-wife, and he said that on their podcast the other day that they weren't going to talk about people who had an agenda because quote-unquote gossip is toxic, and then they spent the whole hour talking about themselves in relation to headlines that were in page six in the Daily Mail, and people are just like, Sure, janning uh, them all over the place and their Instagram comments still disabled. I
0: they have to come up, they're gonna hopefully what are they gonna talk people. about? Something,
1: something, I mean,
0: something they, they can talk about. Can they not about get what's on a, your Christmas list? Well, or they could
1: like have a guest on. I mean, surely both of them being in the people. business, they know people to have two shows two weeks in a row, a whole hour asking the audience. To, you know, like first feel bad for them that they lost the jobs they loved because of the people they loved, which is not the true story. And then the second week to complain that gossip is toxic and then address all the gossip that's been said about him. You're going to have to come up with some guests now.
0: This is too much. It's too much talking about yourself to be interesting can I just read you a feedback yeah on the Madonna comments earlier where she showed up three hours late
1: this must be somebody defending you for her starting at 11
0: (gasps) the horse Madonna exclamation point Julia I totally relate to your Madonna statements sentiments three hours question mark come on Madonna you're 65 two days older than me and while I salute you for being able to put on a big show to entertain your audience members aren't spring chickens either um she just said, thanks for letting me vent, letting me vent, and... Um Whatever you just wanted to read that I because did. it was on
1: your side of things. If it
0: was on yours, I'd read it. You know, I don't care. I'm not. I'm not that way, Lori. Yeah. You don't care. I go both ways with Madonna and Times. Nah. It was just a was just a little comment. Lizard, well, back to you. you back know, to you. Beyonce, Give me another Hollywood. Speak. Beyonce on her ticket. Uh, her
1: concert. She was late. Grant. Grant was Grant passed. was there. The ticket said seven thirty, and she came out at nine fifteen which I didn't think was terrible but it was almost two hours and there were a lot of um, I'm going to say there were a lot of younger people there but it was summer I mean you know All you got to do is read a review about a Beyonce concert, and her average start time was like between nine nine thirty. Again,
0: this is why Taylor Swift is slaying. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's a billionaire. She's
1: one of the winners of the year, according to the Hollywood Reporter.
0: Oh, okay. Back to that. Yes. Okay. Just because she is her uh, Taylor and Barbie. She really is. Are the winners of twenty twenty three? I have a little Barbie one because remember Barbie was passed around from so many people. Um, So remember Amy Hathaway Hathaway.
1: was going to be Barbie. Amy Schumer Schumer was was going to be Barbie. Barbie. And and they
0: asked her about the Barbie movie that didn't happen. And Amy Amy Schumer was going to star in the Barbie movie. And when she quit, Anne Hathaway signed on to do the deal. Obviously, that didn't happen either. And Anne thinks it's a lucky thing that Mm. it didn't. Can't agree with Anne more, can you? Yeah. She said they hit a bullseye. I believed that the version I was attached to could have done that. Yeah, but I might feel differently about it now. I just think there's this genius. And there's this She genius. didn't sign thinking it was going to be back. She thought it was going to be a hit. Right. It's the end of our show right now, darling. All right. We are live at Hammernix. We're going to be hanging out for one more hour. It's Lori and Julia. We are on My Talk. We're at Hammernix in Hudson.